suppose you listen to that music and its wonderful, upbeat Latin rhythms, I don't think that you would necessarily associate it with the events surrounding the final days of the life of Jesus Christ. And yet that piece, Porqué, is part of the St. Mark Passion by composer Osvaldo Galiov. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and on today's show, we're going to go in-depth in the St. Mark Passion, this really interesting setting of the Passion by Galiov. The idea that he had was to take the Passion and to transpose it into modern times. When you listen to this music, you have to know that the events are happening in real time. He's not commemorating these events. They're happening in real time, but he's juxtaposed the events to the Latin American world. And it's actually in the setting of, say, a Brazilian or a Caribbean Lenten celebration. So as the news is unfolding, it's being passed on to other people through drums, through voices, through ritual dances, uh, through this wildly celebratory music. And I think, you know, if you're going to do a modern interpretation of the events of the Passion of Christ, I think the Latin American world is the perfect place to do it. We've got 40% of the world's Catholics. We have a, a a Latin American Pope now. And Goliath himself is from Argentina, a really interesting background there, um, partly Jewish, partly Argentinian. So he's a, a, of an interesting ethnic mix himself. So of course, Latin America is the perfect place to set a modern passion. The drama opens right in the middle of the story. And this is actually a great literary device called In Media Race, where the opening is exactly in the middle. You're dropped down right in the middle of the story. Christ is already on the cross. This is that very famous scene in Mark in which he has his moment of, of doubt, his great moment where his faith is tested. And he says, my father, why hast thou forsaken me? This is an instrumental. There's no text. It's not sung, nor is it spoken. Let's have a listen to Maria Guinand conducting the Orchestra La Passion Scola Cantorum de Caracas in Vision, Baptism on the Cross by Osvaldo Goliath. Okay, so the stage is set. That was Vision, Baptism on the Cross, the uh, wonderful opening to the St. Mark Passion by Osvaldo Goliath. And that, again, is Jesus on the cross having his great moment of doubt. Let's talk about how Jesus got on the cross. As we all know, he was betrayed by one of the apostles. The way that Goliath handles this is to have a chorus, very similar to a Greek chorus, that actually tells Judas he is the betrayer. And then at the Last Supper, Judas attends, and he sits down to eat of the lamb with the other apostles, knowing full well he's the betrayer when Jesus says, one of you will betray me. Let's have a listen to Judas, in which the chorus tells him he is the betrayer, Paschal Lamb, in which Jesus says, one of you will betray me, and then the wonderful I wish to forswear, in which Judas is in agony over his role in the downfall of Jesus. Oh! 
quisiera Wonderfully passionate music by Osvaldo Goliov there, I Wish to Forswear, in which Judah says, I wish to forswear this world completely and return again to live, mother of my heart, to see whether in a new world I could find more truth. Agonizing over his role in, in the events that are to happen. And the ending there, he, it almost sounds like he's at peace in, in a weird way, or perhaps those bells and trumpets represent the other world that he's dreaming of. Fantastic music. Prior to that, we heard Judas and Paschal Lamb, in which it is revealed that Judas is the betrayer. The Last Supper famously ends with the Eucharist, in which Jesus breaks the bread and says, Eat of this, for it is my body. And it's become a, a really important part, of course, of Christianity for millions of people around the world. And I think, musically, this represents the ritualistic side of what Goliath is doing in this piece. We've heard a lot of the, the narrative pushing the, the story forward, the very upbeat dances and, and all of that. But there's also a quiet and ritualistic side to this piece that's very much explored here in the Eucharist. Let's have a listen.
That was Luciana Souza singing that very, very beautiful music. And if there's one thing Goliath does well, he does a lot of things well, but he's especially good at writing beautiful vocal music. That was his setting of the Eucharist, and I think it shows the ritualistic side of this piece. Uh, we don't have enough time to hear the entire work, but there are a lot of pieces that are very meditative and calm and, and uh, even summoning up almost Gregorian chant-like simplicity and purity. Very, very beautiful music. We're telling the story of the Passion of Christ, the last days of his life from the Last Supper through the arrest and trial to the crucifixion, and we're telling it through the world of Osvaldo Goliath, who has chosen to set it as if it were happening in a Caribbean Lenten celebration. The next thing that happens in the story of the Passion is the Sermon on the Mount of Olives, and this is where Jesus talks about the resurrection directly. He says to his disciples, All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. The sheep, of course, are the disciples. But after that, I am risen. I will go before you into Galilee. Then he takes Peter aside and he says to him, Verily I say unto thee that even in this night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But upon you will this church be built. Let's have a listen to Goliath's settings of these two movements. This is On the Mount of Olives and Face to Face. Reynaldo Gonzalez Fernandez singing face to face. And I really think that's an interesting way of handling what you always have to handle in an opera, which is how you move the story forward, which is what we call recitative. 
And that tends to be musically not always as interesting as the wonderful arias, which is historically what everybody was always waiting for, the, the very beautiful aria where the action stops and one person maybe tells her story with this very beautiful song, and then the action starts up again. But here, Oswaldo Goliath has chosen to use a, a kind of African-sounding drum, very African patterns, which would have been indigenous to Latin America, not at all surprising, to tell the story. And I just think it works very well. Before that, we heard Mount of Olives, in which Jesus tells the disciples that he will be resurrected. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's show, I'm talking about the St. Mark Passion by Osvaldo Goliov, an interesting Latin American setting of the Passion of Christ. You can find out more information about the show on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com. Well, so far in the Passion, we've had the introduction, which kind of put us right in the middle. Jesus already on the cross, having his uh, moment of doubt. And then we had the, uh, we know Judas will be the betrayer. We had the Last Supper, the, the very famous scene where, where Jesus says that he'll be betrayed and Judas already knows he's the one. And we had that wonderful moment uh, where, where, where Judas wishes he could just basically move to another, another world entirely and just not have to fulfill his fate. And then we had some ritualistic music, the taking of the Eucharist and Jesus telling the disciples that he will be resurrected. Wonderful music there on the Mount of Olives. We know what comes next, uh, the arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and he's visited there by an angel who tells him, yeah, okay, this is it. This is where everything gets intense, and you're going to need as much strength and, and faith as you can to get through this. It's a really incredible moment in, 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 the, in the gospel and the passion. And then shortly thereafter, a crowd of people come into the garden with Judas there, and he greets Jesus with a kiss. And that, of course, is the prearranged signal that Jesus is the one that they should arrest. Let's hear how Goliath handles the arrest of Jesus, because it's really quite interesting. You're going to hear a juxtaposition of musical styles. It, it starts off almost like a street carnival atmosphere in a Brazilian marketplace. Not overly exuberant, but certainly more upbeat than you might think for the scene, the, the arrest of Jesus. But there's this piano underneath it that, that's insistent, uh, a little bit sinister, always underlying the, uh, the, the external facade of this carnival atmosphere. Let's have a listen to Arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is Maria Guinand conducting the Orquesta La Passion Scola Cantorum de Caracas. Yeah. 
sale corto al criado del sacerdote. The Arrest by Oswaldo Goliath, part of the St. Mark Passion. That, of course, is the very famous scene in which Jesus is arrested by the, the high priest. Judas gives him a, a kiss, which lets them know which one is Jesus, and they, they arrest him and take him off for his trial. Very interesting setting there, don't you think? The, the, it's very upbeat, again, like, like a Brazilian street fair or something, with that insistent uh, kind of sinister piano underneath. And as I was listening to it, I was really asking myself, I wonder why? Why did Goliath set this, this scene? It's, it's kind of a tragic scene. Jesus is going to be led off to certain crucifixion. He knows it. The disciples know it. We know it. Why set it in such an upbeat way? And then I heard that porqué, porqué come back. And you may remember I opened the show with that when the, the crowd was angry with him because of uh, the anointment and they thought it was a waste of all that oil that could have been used to perhaps give money to the poor. You can picture all the people everywhere perhaps pointing at him. He's the one get him. <laughs> Another guy over here shaking his maraca. <laughs> Fantastic music by Osvaldo Goliath, the very famous arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane scene. Well, the next thing that happens in the story is that Jesus is taken in front of Caiaphas, who was the high priest of the temple, and the other judges, and they decide that, that he is guilty. And uh, he's guilty of, of course, saying that he's the son of God, which uh, was was not too cool, and also of uh, not keeping the Sabbath and uh, causing all that trouble at the temple. And of course, we know now that, that he was really creating a new religion, but at the time, it wasn't known, and so these things were, were, were big offenses, and he is found guilty. Um, interestingly, under Jewish law, he, he was not able to be executed, and so he was remanded to Roman custody, and Pontius Pilate, of course, had him crucified. But in this interesting scene in Mark called the Confession, they ask Jesus just point blank, are you the son of God? And he says yes, and he won't recant. And that's a, a big part of why he is actually found guilty. Let's have a listen to the way that Goliath handles this scene. This is the Confession.
That's Luciana Souza singing The Confession. This is the part where Jesus is on trial and they ask him to confess his sins, which he does gladly because uh, the sin that they're asking him to confess is that he is the Son of God, which, of course, he, he believes that he is. Well, the next part of the piece that I want to feature is a really beautiful aria. This is from Peter's point of view. It's called Colorless Moon or Aria of Peter's Tears, and it's basically a very beautiful lament. The uh, poem is a Galician poem by Rosalia de Castro, and the translation was actually done by Osvaldo Galiov himself. We're going to hear the singer doing a lot of uh, vocalise, which is where she just sings a syllable and, and stretches it out, which is called melisma. Very beautiful. And then she goes into the text, which again is a lamentation. Peter, of course, is very upset, very sad, because it's obvious now that Jesus has confessed where this is all going. Let's have a listen to Luciana Souza singing Colorless Moon.
Once again, we heard soprano Luciana Souza singing that very beautiful aria, the aria of Peter's Tears, or Colorless Moon. The next three movements of the piece I'm going to play all in one chunk because they go together really well. We're going to hear Morning before Pilate, and this is where Jesus is turned over to Pontius Pilate. Under Jewish law at that time, yeah, there was no execution, but it was the crowd's will that Jesus be executed. And so he was turned over to Pontius Pilate, which is why he was executed in the Roman fashion of crucifixion. And that'll go right into the movement called Silence, which is one of these movements that's instrumental in nature, doesn't serve to move the action forward like I was talking about before. It's more of a, a ritual, in this case, a ritual dance. And this is a, a very stylized movement. It's flamenco foot stamping with cajon. And the cajon is a box drum that the percussionist sits on. It makes a lot of wonderful sounds, and they can, they can bend the pitches and do some really amazing things with it. And the final movement we're going to play in this chunk is Judgment. And this is where Jesus is before Pilate, and he asks the crowd, what do you want us to do with him? And they say, crucify him. So let's have a listen now to Morning before Pilate, going right into Silence, the flamenco foot dance, and then Judgment.
We heard three movements in a row there from Osvaldo Galeov's Passion of St. Mark. We heard Morning, Before Pilot, Silence, and Sentence. Well, the last three movements of the Passion are Crucifixion, Death, and Kaddish. I'm going to play Crucifixion and Death together in one installment. And here, I think the frenetic pacing that has kind of intermittently gone through the piece is at an all-time high. We're still going to hear the Latin American sounds that we've gotten used to, but we're no longer in a, in a Brazilian street fair. Or, I mean, you know, there, there's something seriously wrong. There's so much intensity in this music. Let's have a listen to Luciana Sousa, Reynaldo Gonzalez Fernandez, and Maria Guinand leading the Orquesta La Pasión Escola Cantorum de Caracas in Crucifixion and Death. Beautiful music by Osvaldo Goliath. I love the ending of that last movement. 
We heard Crucifixion and Death from the Passion of St. Mark. The final movement of the piece is a Kaddish, and I find that so interesting already, and I'm saying that with a piece that we've heard has been so interesting already, and yet to end a Passion, you know, which really forms the heart of the Catholic Church with a Jewish ritual of mourning, I think is a fascinating decision on the part of Goliath, who is himself Jewish, of course. The Kaddish is said by Jewish people when they have lost a loved one, and it shows that they're in mourning, but that they still believe in the greatness of God, and of course that everything really in humankind is always within the framework of God, and, and even death cannot go beyond that. Let's have a listen. This is the Kaddish, the close of the St. Mark Passion by Osvaldo Goliath.
Very beautiful music there, the Kaddish that closes up The Passion of St. Mark by Osvaldo Goliath. And, you know, you might think that it's paradoxical to close up a piece of music celebrating the Catholic tradition with a Jewish prayer of mourning, but I think by the time we've gotten through everything that we've heard, there are no paradoxes anymore. I mean, once Goliath makes the incredible decision to transpose the action to a sort of Brazilian street festival and to try and, you know, have us think about it all happening in real time rather than commemorating these events that happened so long ago, there are no paradoxes anymore. And, and, you know, all of those different musical styles that we heard all working together, really, it's, it's the kind of feat that I think only Oswaldo Goliath could pull off. And pull it off, he certainly has. That last bit there is sung in Aramaic, which I think is really interesting. And also, if you listen to that rhythm that's underlying the piece and the percussion, it's the same rhythm that opens the Passion when Jesus is on the cross having his, his moment of doubt. So it's really interesting there, I think, that the music comes full circle and uses the same music for both of those moments. When this piece was performed in Stuttgart for the world premiere, I mean, you know, to say that, that, that it was well-received is such an understatement. I mean, people were literally on their feet, hollering, yelling, you know, they wouldn't let the composer off the stage. It was just an unbelievable spectacle. And then according to an article I read by Alex Ross in The New Yorker, when it was performed a couple of years later in Boston, it was the same exact scene again. So we're talking about music that is deeply resonant to people of all faiths. And as I listen to it with you this hour, I think it's really easy to hear why. Wonderful music by Osvaldo Goliath, The Passion of St. Mark. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bostead, and thank you very much for listening.